What's up, Reinas? Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode on the Crown with Confidence podcast. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about why you may be really struggling with feeling confident. There is a much deeper rooted issue that goes on when our confidence is affected. And it's more than just how we look, the achievements we have, our popularity, our social media following. There is so much more that comes with this. And I want to break that down in this episode because not only am I going to tell you where your true confidence comes from, I'm going to give you five other reasons why that root issue is being affected. And we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. So grab a notebook and pen and write down these Uh, Five things I'm going to tell you because I really feel that this is something that's going to help you to begin to get a better understanding of yourself. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, Reina? Welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rojas, a faith-led wife, homeschool mom, coach, and founder of BoxFit Queens. My mission here is to help you feel confident in your God-given identity and motherhood because, Reina, I know it isn't easy being a mom at home when you're struggling to feel good about yourself. As someone who struggled with her identity and went down a dark path of drug and alcohol addiction, self-abuse, postpartum depression, and no self-confidence, I can tell you that it's only through God's grace and mercy that I stand here today with over eight years clean, happy, and confident with a desire to want to help other moms feel good about themselves. I know in my heart God created you for a special purpose, to love and pour into your children. And as difficult as that can be, you were chosen to have this beautiful gift. It's time to step into your best version of yourself by pouring into your own cup first. And that begins here. As a former boxer and boxing fitness trainer for moms, I've witnessed the powerful results of seeing moms feel confident and empowered with themselves. And it's through this beautiful mission that God put in my heart with BoxFit Queens. So if you're ready to dig deeper in your healing journey, let's straighten that crown, lace up those gloves because you have already been crowned with confidence. Let's get it, girl. All right, I am excited to be back. Oh my goodness, I have had this horrible ear infection for like the past four days. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting much better, but I did, I could not even like concentrate on trying to do any episodes or anything. So I didn't go MIA except for a little bit last week. Um, but I wanted to jump on here to do an episode because I think this one is so life giving because this topic just really speaks to my heart and and really just like lifts my spirits when I, I talk about this because confidence I've learned is so much deeper than just what we do externally right um, it's not about our achievements and what we do it's not about it's not based on our performance right your identity if your identity was always rooted in just what you did then imagine when you couldn't step up to the plate and perform for that moment that doesn't make you any less in God's eyes right and I know that, you know, my my perspective has changed a lot about that because for so long, I always felt that if I wasn't doing something that 
you know, I thought others were depending on me to do all the time. And I'm not trying to tell you not to be responsible. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that there are times and situations where maybe you took on too much that you realize, hey, you know what? I can't, I'm not meant to carry all this. I can't carry all this. And you decide to like let go of some commitments or, you know, take some things off your plate. That doesn't make you any less worthy, right? Um, while it may add to your confidence, that's not what true confidence is, okay? excuse me so we're gonna talk about what i feel confidence um really is okay because there is so many things that wrap around confidence okay so the first thing is let's identify what confidence means uh, according to the dictionary right um it means the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something a firm trust right um i want to tell you right now can you fully trust that your career is always going to be there, right? That your career will always be there, that your achievements are always going to get you noticed, that um, you're always going to stay the same size in your weight, right? Um, and I'm, again, I'm just giving you examples because it talks about a firm trust, right? When I think about a firm trust, I'm thinking about somebody that has been consistent, something that has been consistent in my life for me to trust, right? Right? I can't always depend on that my career isn't going to change, right? I can't always depend that um, I may not gain a little bit weight around around the holidays, right? Like I, I have to have a trust in something greater than these things. If you're if you're st- um, if you're still with me, right? Our trust from the confidence that we're having needs to come from something greater, right? This happens a lot to athletes. Um, why do you think so many of them go in such deep depressions, right? And I say this because I experienced this and I wasn't even like on the level that a lot of these professional athletes are. But why do you think that when they get injured or something happens where they can't perform like as an athlete, they don't like they really go into like a deep depression. And again, I'm not speaking for every one of them, but they almost feel like they're worthless. They don't have anything to tie their worth to because they've put all their trust and their and their value and confidence in this sport. Right. So I say that to say that your confidence doesn't come from what you do, from how you look, from who you are, but um, actually it is who you are. It's the identity that you have been given, right? Um, The God-given identity you have been given because in that identity, that is of something to trust in, right? Like I know for me, I can consistently trust that God loves me and God has been with me throughout my whole life, right? The consistency in um, in the, the the things that I've been able to overcome, right? So when you're when you're thinking about something that you're trusting, I want you to I, I, I'm encouraging you to really turn to God in this moment, right? Because I know for me, my confidence has started. My true confidence has come from trusting and knowing who I am, right? I've learned that through my experiences but most importantly i've learned that by getting to know more about god and more about why jesus was sent here to do what he did right and it's been beautiful so i've been really deep in this journey with um like studying the word right and really uh dissecting the scriptures that i've just been trying to get a better understanding right because i've always had my faith in my life but i really wanted to strengthen and deepen the relationship that i have with god 
Um, and it's been so beautiful, right? So what I have been learning is I've been trying to really stick around scriptures that speak life into me about who I am. And I want to give you a few of these. I'm going to give them to you at the end, but uh, I'm, I'm going to give them to you because I want you to write them down and sit on these when, when we're done because I want it to really stand out to you so you can hear something different than what you've been hearing, right? Um, I've been kind of going through this season where it, you know, um, I, I'm a little distant right now, right? And, and not, it's so crazy because when we think of like seasons of isolation, sometimes we think it's a bad thing that we're depressed or we're shutting out. And, um, and God has really shown me something different this season, right? Like, um, I made the decision to stay, to get off of social media for the month of November. And, you know, it was strange because I felt like, I felt like there was some distance, right, from certain people where I was like, okay, well, maybe because maybe it's just because I don't see them on social media right now, right? But it wasn't because of that. It was really more so that like I'm really focusing in on this on this connection, this relationship with God, right? Where I've been using that time that I might have been on social media. I'm using that time to be more in the Word and like really learn more things and just like really feed my own spirit. And it's really been bringing up like some some beautiful things like being alone isn't a bad thing, right? Because really, we're not all really alone, right? Like to me, I know that I always have God. And I if if anything, I know that I can always trust God, right? Like I, I trust in prayer, I trust in my faith. And I know that, you know, things that are happening aren't always a reflection of me as a person, right? And so um, I'm learning today that like confidence isn't just about like, the circle about the the likes, the validation, right? Like it's not about how many people compliment me or um, maybe how many people are purchasing my stuff, right? Like it's it's not about that. It's so much greater, and it's actually beautiful to know that like my worth isn't tied to anything external like that, right? Your worth isn't tied to anything external. Your confidence doesn't come by how many friends you have. It doesn't come from um, from what you do for others, right? It's, it's not about that because that wouldn't be consistent. That wouldn't even be something that you could firmly trust in, right? Can you trust and control that everybody's going to like you all the time, that everybody's going to, um, you know, compliment you a hundred percent all the time. Like we can't control that. Right. And thank goodness we can't, because we probably would be getting a whole lot of, uh, you know, validation that we probably don't even need, you know? And, so I'm learning a lot about that area with like my confidence and my identity. But what I do know is that your identity, it, your true confidence comes from knowing who you are, right? From being rooted in that identity uh, of like what it is that God says about you. This isn't, you know, this podcast does have faith in it. So I, I don't. I'm openly talking about this area because you're listening to this because you have faith that there's somewhere, right? Or maybe you're new and getting to know um, a little bit more about God. Maybe you have had some hurt in the past from church. I have had hurt from people of faith that, you know, were in certain religions. Like, I have dealt with all of that. But I want to tell you that, um, you know, they're not a ref if they hurt you. If they were uh, harmful to you, just know that that's not a reflection of who God is to you, right? Because if God is love and God sees us in a light that, um, that you know, we were made beautifully and perfectly in his image, 
we can't put that on other people to see us the same way God does, right? Because there's only God, right? It's not, they're not God. So what I've learned is that instead of always having to seek validation and compliments, right, from others to feel good it's like what does god say about me right because god is saying a lot about you um there's a lot of amazing scripture that i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a few verses at the end like i said to have you walk away with these so you can have that for you because i know especially around the holidays sometimes it feels a little bit lonely um and then like now we're entering into a new year in a couple months and you know sometimes you know we feel discouraged if we don't start on january 1st and we don't stick with it like we said we were like i don't want you to be wrapped up in that thinking that is not the thinking that's going to bring you confidence and going to bring you joy as a mother as a woman right you're you don't want that to be the beginning of you saying oh man you know i'm a failure i couldn't even stick to this like we're, we're trying to nip that we're trying to like really get away with those old belief systems that society has put on us right that you know some toxic industries have put on us and told us that if we don't look like this if we don't weigh this much if we don't do that then we're not good enough right people shouldn't take you serious um i just want to like I want to I want you to erase all that because we're going to start with some new things that I want you to write down. These are five things that affect you can be affecting why you don't believe in yourself the way you should as far as like in your identity. Right. Like maybe you in your mind know like, man, you know, God, you know, God made me beautifully and perfectly in his image. But right. We're doing this. So, but I'm thinking like this, I'm going to give you five different things. Write these down. The first one that may be affecting you and why you don't feel confident in who you are and in your identity is your belief systems. Belief systems come from what it is, maybe something instilled in you that makes you think differently about yourself, right? Maybe it was the way you were brought up. Maybe you had a family member, a sibling, a friend, a teacher, somebody that put something in your head that to this day you carry but it's not the truth of who you really are right maybe somebody called you a loser maybe somebody made fun of your weight maybe somebody made fun of your teeth or something that just really brings out some insecurity in you and it doesn't bring life into you chances are that that is a a line um that that's not a fact right that's a lie and it's tied to a belief system that you think about yourself right so i want you to know like how do you think about yourself? What do you think about certain situations? Maybe you're struggling in your marriage or being a mother, right? And you're like, but this is how I am. That's what you were brought up with, right? You were brought up with that mindset that, you know, you're because everybody got divorced in your family. Well, maybe I should. I'm going to end up there too, right? Oh, well, that's just how my parents raised me. So that's how I got to raise my kids. That's a belief system as well, right? We do not have to follow the patterns of the generations before us as a matter of fact we should be encouraged to let go of some of those old belief systems right i believe it's episode 44 where i tied it i talked about um breaking generational chains right as as mothers because a lot of the times we are the ones that get to make those changes right and i'm not saying anything that men can't this podcast is for mothers so i am saying that as mothers we are the ones that are going to break the chains we're the ones that can instill some belief into our children some different mindsets and guess what else like the most beautiful thing is that they can have a mind of their own right we don't have to be so fixated on like they have to think like me we just gotta plant the seed keep watering it with love 
and and whatever the outcome is right just know that their outcome their lives are in god's hands right like we've been given this gift to nurture and love our children but at the same time we can also teach them things differently than what we learned right i am learning so much about patience and um new ways of discipline right like i've learned so many things as a mother that i didn't that i'm sure my parents did better than what their parents did right and and so forth so so forth right and we can only hope our kids do better than what we do so excuse me that first one is your belief systems it's just about the way you think but because of the way you think and the things you carry that affects your confidence and in who you really are in your identity, right? The second one is your patterns of behavior. A lot of times we behave based on how we think of ourselves. So when we think we're worthless, we think we're no good. A lot of times we treat our bodies like they're worthless, like they're no good, right? Um, we see di- exercise as a form of discipline because maybe we thought, well, you know, if I don't lose this weight, you know, somebody maybe told us that, you know, we don't lose weight, nobody's going to want us, nobody's going to love us, or we were loved only based on our looks. Well, we may see fitness as a form of punishment, right, which ties back again to our belief systems. But I say that to say that your patterns of behavior, like maybe you starve yourself, maybe um, you work out excessively, and then you just stop or you you find like maybe taking care of your body is like it has to go all or nothing and that kind of approach is not at all healthy for one um it can actually be counterproductive and it can be even more harmful right and i know because i've been there done that so your patterns of behavior and this ties to other areas this ties to maybe if you drink maybe if you do drugs or um the way you react the way you overreact like a lot of the stuff of how we act and how we treat others and how we treat ourselves says a lot about how we think about us right um because i know somebody that is loving caring kind would not just go and hurt other people for no reason right like that just doesn't line up or match like i i don't know people that i can say oh they're the sweetest kindest person but yeah you know once in a while they like to go bully people and hurt them right like that that just doesn't line up right so same thing as we start getting to know who we are and we start really believing in that identity of who who we truly are right not who we have to be or what we have to accomplish but who we truly are our patterns of behavior are going to begin to align with that, right? When you start to believe that you are an amazing mother, you're an amazing woman, your behaviors are going to start reflecting that that um, that belief, right? Um, if you think you're no good, if you think nobody ever wants you, well, maybe you're going to be drinking yourself to sleep every night because you are thinking that nobody's going to want you. So what's the point, right? And you get the point, right? Like, or you're going to be overeating. You're going to not be taking care of yourself. Like, it's all about the way we're feeling and about the way we think of ourselves, right? Um, which there's so much to dive in with this area, but I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to stop right there. Um, the se- the third one that may be affecting your confidence and your identity is you have a lot of distractions. Like, you are so distracted. You're so distracted that you're pulling away from the things that are so important in your life. Like, you're all over the place. Um, and distractions don't necessarily have to just be like a phone, right? Um, a phone or social media, things like that. Even though I do think that's like 
one of the top ones, uh, top three distractions. But um, what I will say is that you're distracted with trying to maybe do something to prove something to someone, right? Um, you're distracted because you're uh, you're you're drifting away and and doing things that you know you probably shouldn't be doing, but you're doing it because you're trying to avoid something, right? Um, I've done this before, where like I've know I need to focus on something. I know I got something big coming up. And this is actually why I got off social media for the month of November, because I know that I will sabotage everything to avoid doing the important task up front, right? It's like preparing for this launch. I know myself. I have fear of doing good things too. I have fear of having good outcomes just as I have fear of bad outcomes. I have fear of good outcomes too. And I know that these boxes or a good outcome, like I know that in my heart, but that other part of my mind sometimes makes me think that, well, you know, if I can just avoid it, right? A lot of times our distractions come from trying to avoid something bigger we're trying to face. And for me, it was having to face like a fear of the unknown, right? Of like how this was going to look and and uh, what's going to come of this, right? So I just say that you know, get to know your distractions, get to know what's stopping you from the things you really need to be doing so that you can focus on what's most important, you know? And again, that ties to your children. Like if you know that going on coffee dates with your friends every day or not, um, not going to the gym or not working out, not taking care of yourself is causing you to not feel good about yourself or staying out late or staying up late is affecting you, then why do you keep doing it to yourself, Right. This is one of the areas where we see the distraction. We got to take a look at the patterns, right? That may be affecting us and tie it to like, why do we think this way about ourselves, right? So it all come, trickles down, right? The belief systems, the patterns of behavior, the distractions comes into the next one, right? This other reason why you may be, um, your, your confidence may be affecting your, your, um, your true identity of how you of how you should be treating yourself is because you don't have any boundaries, right? Um, you're really quick to jump up and do things for people and not that there's something wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you do it, you're doing it at the expense of like you neglect the things you need to do, right? Um, you have no boundaries with your your phone time. You have no boundaries with putting things away or, or like giving your kids your full attention, giving your husband your full attention, um, you know, not cutting things off from work at a certain time, letting employers or, you know, your bosses kind of just like call you whenever they want, right? Like all these things play a big role in why we think the way we think about ourselves, right? It really affects us. And I know that I've been that person too that was like thinking I had to be if I wasn't a part of like all these meetings that were going on and all these business calls and all this stuff that was going on at one point in my life, it, it affected me. It made me think that I was a quitter. It was making me feel like I wasn't good enough. But when I broke it down and I really processed it and, and wrote about it, I got to realize that like it, it just wasn't practical. It wasn't practical with my life. And honestly, it wasn't even a priority at the time, right? This business was something that I started trying to do on the side, but it was just demanding a lot of the time of something that I wasn't honestly that passionate about either. And I was doing it to try to prove something. And in turn, it was affecting me, right? It was affecting how I thought um, 
the way I thought about myself. I wasn't feeling confident in myself. But again, it was because I was basing my identity and my worth on a performance act, right? So just remember those two. Um, the last one is your lack of faith. Um, your lack of faith or your... Um, I don't know what I wrote something else. To. I'm sorry, but this is the main one I think about is your lack of faith. So with within your faith, this also this is a big one that ties to a belief system, because um, if you have grown up like in a religion or you grew up like with, you know, getting hurt by the church and somebody maybe in a in a certain religion or something hurt you. I think that a lot of the times it can steer us away from um, wanting to have relationship with God. And I totally get it because I dealt with that too, right? Um, I'm not going to say which particular religion, but I knew that there were certain women in my old workplace and um, they were very judgmental, very condemning. And um, it really, it really made me think like, man, you know, thank goodness that I have some foundation in my faith already, because if I based it on the judgment of how others treated me that claim to be a certain religion, right? A follower of Christ. Um, I, I would be feeling worthless right now, right? Because of the way they made me feel. Um, I think that, you know, the biggest thing about like knowing who you are and really understanding your identity and how God created you is that, you know, if God is love and we're a reflection of his image that he created us in, why aren't we being a reflection of love? Now, I'm not saying that I'm love 24-7, but the way that I treat people and the way that I approach people, I treat them like human beings that even though I may not like them all the time, right? And there's only very few, a very small handful. Um, I'm still going to love them. And I know that if somebody ever really needed me, I'd be there in a heartbeat to be there for them right um because it's inevitable right we're gonna get hurt friends are gonna hurt us some friends are gonna betray us and we've all probably dealt with all of the above right but it's about how we carry ourselves right how are you gonna trust in god in this process to grow you and stretch you in this area right a lot of times when we're lacking our faith and we're lacking and and really um being in in prayer and trusting god I think we start to, um, it, it really starts to affect us. I'm trying to think of a way to express this because I know it's just so much deeper than just a lack of faith, right? It's like, it's the identity piece of who we are. And so back to talking about like the church hurt, right? Um, I think that what, what I'm learning today and I'm so grateful for, right? Because of the church that I go to, um, I just want to share this really quick. Our pastor, uh, he, what I love about him so much, he's been in ministry for 40 years. And what he shares about is that the first 25 years of his, of his ministry, he was sharing a very condemning message, right? Um, he was very judgmental. He says that he was very like, he, he came off very angry and like aggressive, right? And then God really started to change his heart, right? Like showing him like he wasn't speaking a message of truth. Like he wasn't being a reflection of what God really is, of who God really is, right? Um, of what Jesus did for us, like truly did for us, right? So, you know, our pastor started diving into the word and, and he basically got a word spoken over him by somebody that does prophecy and told him like that he was going to be setting a lot of people free from these lies, right? Of what, you know, churches have taught and things like that. So I will tell you that from this day, it's what he preaches, right? 
which is so beautiful because I don't have much knowledge in the word. I'm getting I'm getting more. And I always say I don't have knowledge, but I'm getting more knowledge and more. And I'm so grateful that I'm getting it at the timing that I do because I'm getting it with this pastor who's showing me and us a new view of how God really sees us and why Jesus really did what he did, right? And it wasn't to condemn us. It was because he loves us. I think a lot of the times... Um, our identity can be wrapped in this image of like, well, you know, God loves us. God loves you. But if you don't repent right now, you're going to go to hell. Right. Um, I'm just going to call it like it is. I hear this message so much and it drives me nuts. Right. And if you preach that message, I love you still, but I don't agree. Right. Um, and I don't agree for certain reasons because I want to I want to give you some scripture right now um, that I feel really speaks into my identity. And I have a lot of them written down, but I'm going to give you four of them that really stand out to me. One, two, let me see. One, two, three, four of them. Yes. So the first one I'm going to give you is John 15, 16. And it says this. It says this is Jesus saying this. He says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father would give you. This is my command. Love each other. Because um, further in uh, earlier in the verse, he's talking about like by this one command, right? Like he's saying, basically, this is the one command that I'm asking of you to do. And he and, and and he says it right here. It's to love each other, right? This is what Jesus is telling us. It's like that he for uh, for us to love one another. And then um, I get to know more about it through John three sixteen. So when you learn about John three sixteen, I want to read that. That one was one of my favorite verses. I've, it's actually been standing out to me so much because not just three sixteen where God for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. That's not the part. Um, it says, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. But check out this part, 17. Um, it says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. But check this out. I mean, this is like, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, right? Um, that they're not going to perish, but they're going to have eternal life. Like that alone is just such a life-giving verse, right? Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but for me, it speaks into like into my soul, into my heart, right? That I'm not going to perish, but I'm going to have eternal life. And then the next part, right? Because this is kind of... Um, countering what we hear from a lot of people in religions right of and again i don't have anything against religion um i just know that what i've learned is like a religious spirit can be somebody that's just very condemning and basically tight around a set of rules that if you don't follow these rules you're not worthy enough right and we see this in a lot of religions and again i don't even have to name specific ones because i think this occurs in a lot of them right and um, and I'm not saying any particular one. So like, I, I don't mean to offend anybody that is of a religion, but I know that a lot of us have experienced this, right? And so because of this hurt that we feel, I think a lot of times it keeps us away from wanting to know God, which in turn affects our identity and our confidence because we don't really 
understand who we are right we we base our our identity on what other people say god says about us like i want to encourage you with these uh, verses and scripture i'm giving you i want you to go find out for yourself you can hear it come out of my mouth but i want you to open your word and open the word and look at it yourself and see what kind of message it it, it jumps into your spirit with right so that's john three sixteen. this next one is galatians 4 7 this one's a good one too. I really like um, right here. Galatians 4, 7. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has also has made you also an heir, right? Um, if you look at the definition of an heir, it's a person inheriting and continuing the legacy of a predecessor. Like, is that not powerful, right? So it says that you're no longer a slave, but God's child, since you're his child, you're also an heir. So you also get to inherit this legacy, this amazing legacy, right? That um, that Jesus sacrificed for us, right? And what I'm learning is that a lot of the times we stop our worth at, at the cross of what Jesus did for us, right? Like, yes, he died for us. And yes, extremely grateful for what he did, right? And um, But then we stop there and we forget about the good stuff that he really starts to preach about and teach us about, right? Um, about why he did what he did. Isn't that like so beautiful? Like I love learning things about the word and especially this like learning uh, the work that Jesus did, right? So uh, I'm going to give you one more verse. So, so far we have John 15, 16, Galatians 4, 7. I gave you John 3, 16 through 18. Um, oh, John 3, 16 through 17. I'm sorry. And then the last one I'm going to give you is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. <clears throat> excuse me um this one says therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here all this is from god who reconciled us to himself through christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that god was reconciling the world to himself in christ not counting people's sins against them so reckon uh, like for me this is what i do if i don't understand a word i always look up the definition don't try to guess what it means because you'll be surprised that sometimes the versions and this is another thing i do um not only do i look up definitions i'm reading out of the new um the, the niv version but I also do the, uh, I do another version. I do the K, the King James version too. I do, okay, because there's quite a bit of them. But I do the uh, the NIV, the New International Version, and the King James Version. I'll look at the verse from both of those, right? Um, I probably got to do a whole episode on this. But I look at both because sometimes some of the uh, translation can probably throw us off a little bit. And I guess I, I get it that they did the best they could with the translations because they're a lot of the times they're on point. But there's a, sometimes like one word that I'll go look at in another version and it just gives it like just a tweak of a different message than what I perceived it from the other version, right? So look at the different versions as well as um, look up definitions. I'm a big definition person, but... Uh, reconciliation is the res restoration of a friendly a friendly relations right <clears throat> so in this verse when it's talking about um gave us the ministry of reconciliation so it it's beautiful to know that there's restoration right um i i just love hearing about 
um, love, forgiveness, reconciling. I, I think all of those things are so fruitful to our spirit and really add into who we are and how we've been created, right? I know God didn't create you or me to be carrying anger, to carry frustration and resentment and be not be a patient mother and not be a forgiving friend, right? Like God really created us to be um, loving, giving, kind, even when we're hurt, right? And so I think the more we start understanding who we are, the more we're going to get true confidence and we're not going to be shaken by these little petty things that may affect us, right? Like before my world would crumble when I would get a negative comment or maybe a negative review, right? Um, I, I would crumble because it would hurt, right? But as I'm, I'm getting my strength and I'm, and I'm starting to understand who I am, I'm understanding that all of this stuff really just adds to me understanding and knowing who I am, right? And if it's going to help me be a better person, I could change my perspective on criticism, right? Like not all criticism is meant to destroy us. It's actually meant to encourage us, right? Even though some people mean it for harm. But if you can just take a look at this area, look at these verses and understand these five areas that could be affecting you deeply and your identity that God has given you, I think that you will get a better chance of really feeling confident and know that the next time you know, you're trying to seek your confidence based on your looks or just on validation on social media or whatever it is of approval of someone, I hope that you get a different perspective on it, right? And that you look at some of these verses to really, really dig deep in who you are because you are you are made in the likeness and image of God, right? You were beautifully and perfectly made. You were not made with any mistakes, right? You were born and made for such a time as this. And I believe that with all my heart, right? You were you were given these beautiful children. You were meant to have those children. You were meant to be in the relationship you're in. Everything that you do is all part of a beautiful plan that's still unfolding as we speak today. But in order for you to step into that purpose and that calling that you've been given, it's time you start changing the way you think about yourself because confidence is so much more than just an external thing, right? So I hope this helped you. I hope this blessed you. And I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, I will be posting a Thanksgiving boxing burn workout that you can do for after Thanksgiving. Uh, I will post it up Friday when I uh, when I air the next episode so you can go and burn those turkey calories. So God bless you, Reynas. Again, have a wonderful and blessed holiday with your family. I love you and I'll see you back here soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Reynas, for listening to today's show. If this episode has impacted you in any way, please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message. Because together, we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence. If you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love